everybody, welcome back to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego microcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf. And uh, you may hear a little noise in the background for this one because I am in an airport lounge laying over between San Diego and Venice. And we are on our way to the Dolomite Trek. This is the trek that's been in the making for years and finally is coming to fruition after it was dramatically disrupted time and time again by COVID. If you've been listening back on any of the prior episodes, you'll know that we have been running some clips from the 2013 Mount Everest trek. And I'm going to run a couple more of those today just to really put a wrap on the Mount Everest thing as we get ready to meet everybody in, in Italy tomorrow and I can start recording podcasts from uh, the current trekkers. But these treks are powerful and, and things happen that push people to their limits in the best possible way. So I have three short clips for you from Mount Everest today. The first one is Sherry Gould, the nurse practitioner and the organizer of this trek, talking about a medical condition that caused two of our trekkers on Everest to actually turn around from 16,000 feet. So here's Sherry. Hi, I'm here with Sherry, and we had a slightly unfortunate incident um, develop this morning. You want to tell us about it? Yeah, actually, uh, not just one, but two of our trekkers needed to turn around. Um, at um, a point this, this this morning, based on one of our trekkers was experiencing a lot of hypoxemia, which is very low oxygen saturation. Um, our numbers were running around 59, which is extremely low. Um, and she was having a lot of difficulty breathing and sleeping, had no appetite at all. So fortunately on her own throughout the night, despite Diamox, which is a medicine that we do take for high altitude sickness, um, she did decide on her own that it was smarter for her body to head down the mountain to where there was more oxygen, um, if only two or 3,000 feet from where we were at last night at 16,000 feet. So thank goodness her very good friend and companion, her high school buddy, Rick, agreed to accompany her down to a lower level, to a different tea house where she would be more comfortable and there was emergency medical care there that she could be checked out. Um, we will be climbing to Everest Space Camp tomorrow, which is very exciting, and Kalapatar, which is way over 18,000 to get the best view of Mount Everest. Probably both those climbs will happen tomorrow. And then we'll head down the mountain to meet up with the rest of our team and um, unite as we continue our trek down to Lufla, uh, where we will eventually catch a flight or a helicopter, hopefully just a flight, back to Kathmandu. So it has been unfortunate, but they definitely made the right decision based on um, her medical situation. The rest of the team is strong and doing great, and we are kind of resting this afternoon and then off to, as I said, Everest Base Camp and Kalapatar, probably both tomorrow. So stay tuned. More adventures to follow. So that was a pretty dramatic moment. There are lighter moments also. Next up, I have a short clip from one of our trekkers, Bob Baker, talking about a little yak attack and something very personal to him. So, Bob, we're a whisker under 17,000 feet in Gorbachev. How's that go today for you? Quite an accomplishment. This is the highest, of course, I've ever been. Um, <clears throat> yesterday, I was feeling so poorly. 
I'm not a quitter, but boy, I don't. I didn't know if I could go on, but uh, Diamox saved me and got me back on track, and here I am. Any highlights of today's hike? Uh, yes, watching you get <laughs> yak attacked. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you make quite the uh, quite the uh, uh, to turn around after you got knocked. I don't know if I can say ass over tea kettle, but you did a good job of getting up. I was so worried about you getting knocked off the the trail and down the embankment and falling three to four hundred feet. Just shows you how uh, dangerous those animals are and unpredictable they are. So tomorrow we'll uh, start our trek to Everest Base Camp and then Kelly Batar uh, and uh, see what and start our way down. Be cool, right? It's extremely cool because the base camp is what this whole trip has been advertised for, and there's a couple highlights. Uh, as far as base camp goes, <clears throat> there's a San Diego County Sheriff's Magazine called the Silver Star, and I brought a copy so I can get a picture with my friend Alan, who's retired deputy sheriff, and his son and I. I don't know that any other uh, uh, deputies who have had their pictures taken with the Silver Star all over the world can, can top this one. It's great. So more to come. So that was an amazing scene to watch that photograph develop with with Bob and Alan Truett, one of our trekkers. The last clip I want to run today is from Bill Maddox, one of our trekkers with Parkinson's. And it is just amazing how strong he was and how well he did on this trek. And so this is a little bit of, from Bill about what it was like to reach Mount Everest Base Camp. So I'm here with Bill and we're talking about what it was like to walk into Mount Everest Base Camp after two weeks of checking, trekking through the Himalayas. Well, it felt incredible. It was more than two weeks of trekking in the Himalayas. It was over a year of practice and training and planning and organization. And to finally achieve our goal felt wonderful. And I hope the photos that we took capture the excitement that was on our faces. So you... you um deal with Parkinson's every day and it didn't seem to slow you down. You're strong as as anybody on the team. So how does it feel to you know, to make this accomplishment just dealing with this? Well, I that was half the point was to do something that most people with normal, healthy bodies and lives wouldn't do. And being diagnosed with something that was more like a, a handicap and transcending that and actually climbing to one of the highest points in the Himalayas was unexpected part of my therapy, but that's what it is. It's, it's more like a, a positive, you can do it kind of thing rather than sit around and feel sorry for myself. And as I've said over and over and over, it is powerful, these treks. We'll be doing more episodes starting tomorrow with the team as we all gather in Cortina in Italy as we get ready for eight days of hiking in the Dolomite Mountains. And this is a fundraiser for the Parkinson's Association of San Diego. So if you are so inclined, please feel free to make a donation to the Parkinson's Association on behalf of any of the 
hikers. So you can either click in the show notes of this microcast or you can go to the website parkinsonsassociation.org. There's a tab that says Dolomite Trek and then you can read the bios and the reasons that we're all hiking and you're welcome to make a, a donation there. So thanks for listening and we will see you all on the next one and that will be produced and uploaded from Cortina, Italy. Thanks everyone.